You are Locked On Giants, your daily podcast on the New York Giants, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, New York Giants fans, and welcome to the latest edition of the Locked On Giants podcast. I'm Ed Valentine, editor of Big Blue View, and your host for today's show, usual co-host Pat Trena is busy doing a few other things today, so yours truly has to go solo. On today's show, we have something a little bit different for you. I had the uh, the good fortune to be able to interview Richmond quarterback Kyle Lawletta, one of the top six or seven quarterbacks in the upcoming 2018 NFL Draft class. And today's show is really going to simply be my interview with Kyle that I was able to to record a little bit earlier this week. So let's play that for you now. If you or a loved one lived, worked, or visited Lower Manhattan in the months after the 9-11 attacks and have been diagnosed with cancer, federal benefits and health care may be available. Attorney Eddie Markowitz has helped many families recover substantial benefits from the September 11 Victims' Compensation Fund. The James Zadroga Health and Compensation Act has been extended, but time is limited. Attorney Markowitz is proud to serve as counsel to the Zadroga family. Let him help you too. These benefits are not just for rescue workers, but for anyone who qualifies. The fund covers many cancers, including prostate, skin, lung, and breast. Please call 1-833-LAW-HELP. That's 1-833-LAW-HELP to see if you qualify. All right, I'm talking now with Kyle Lawletta, a Richmond quarterback, uh, as he awaits the uh, the 2018 uh, NFL draft. Kyle, thanks a lot for uh, for taking a few minutes to join me today. Of course, thanks for having me, Ed. Hey, so Kyle, um so this is uh starting I guess with the with the senior bowl and and the NFL combine and everything. Uh, it's been kind of a, a whirlwind long process for you. Does it feel like it's it's starting to wind down a little bit? It does. It does feel that way. You know, there's been so many um places I've had to travel and people I've ta- I've talked to and um like you said it gets gets kind of hectic but it is slowing down i think the workouts are coming to a close here and the visits and you know teams really want to be done with their evaluation so um it's definitely going to be you know fun to, to be home for a little bit before the draft and just kind of relax and, and enjoy my family before all of this picks up again after the draft and and that's where you are now so you you're yep. home yes sir and where's home for you exton pennsylvania Oh, Pennsylvania. So that's uh, that, that that's not that's not too far away from where I am up here in uh, in upstate New York. No, not too bad. Not too far. So uh, so you're a little bit of a of of a northeastern uh, northeastern guy growing up then. Uh, well, actually, southeastern Pennsylvania. So I live outside of Philadelphia, mm-hmm. uh, about about forty forty five minutes or so west a little bit southwest of the city so um definitely uh definitely south southeastern pa though right right in the suburbs of philly 
Okay. So let's talk a little bit. Uh, you know, Big Blue View is obviously a site that, that covers the, the, the Giants, and we know that uh, – the Giants might well be in the uh, in the quarterback market in in the draft coming up. Have you, uh, you know, I know you can't give up give away too much, but have you had some conversations with the Giants? I have, I have had some conversations with the Giants, and uh, you know, all those conversations went well. I think you know at this point for a guy like me who's been to the uh, the Senior Bowl and the Combine, I mean, I pretty much talked to everybody at this point, but definitely remember my my conversations with the Giants guys and and uh they were all they were all uh, really nice and and uh fun talking to them. When you look at a team like the Giants, you know the situation, they've got a a quarterback like like Eli Manning, you know, who's entering his his 15th season in the NFL. Um would that sort of place would that be a nice situation you know to end up in you know to be able to to learn a little bit and then you know a little bit down the road you know perhaps have an opportunity you know to step in absolutely i think i think um you know being able to sit behind a veteran is is a is a good situation to be in you know because obviously the transition to the nfl you know the speed of the game and and uh, the complexity of the defenses and all that um, you know, it was just to a whole new level. So being able to to get a couple of years, maybe to get acclimated and and really learn and uh, you know become improve your game and already you know be up to standard before you before you get some time. I think that is a good situation, and um, it's interesting that there are a lot of quarterbacks you know like like Eli um, that have that have done really really well for a long time, and and a lot of their careers are coming to a close. So definitely an interesting. Definitely an interesting year in the draft, you know, having so many teams that need quarterbacks and, and uh, so many good quarterbacks that are available. Let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about your, your college career at Richmond. And, I, you know, I was looking at, at some of your background. In four years at Richmond, you went through four offensive coordinators, you know, different offense yes. every year. As you look back on it, I'm sure that made your college career you know, more difficult. But as you look forward to the NFL and learning a new offense and, and you know, and, and learning, you know, all of the, the things that it'll take to play quarterback at the NFL level, can you spin that and look at that as, as a positive just in having been exposed to so many different things? A hundred percent. You know, uh, when I was going through all of it, um, you know, it almost felt like each year, like, man, why is this happening to me? And I was questioning, um, you know a lot of things, but but exactly like you said, I mean, I, I've been I've been exposed to so many uh, so many different concepts and so many different. You know, my first two years that I started were both in very very traditional pro style offenses. You know, where I basically ran, uh, you know, similar to what an NFL offense looks like. So I, I've had a ton of experience and I've learned a lot of football along the way. So um, definitely a huge advantage and and uh, just being able to talk football and talk football from from all three three of those years, you know, three different offenses. And, um, you know, I, I think, you know, a big part of my game is taking notes. And, and it's, it's, very, it's very interesting to see, you know, the different notes and the different plays and, and uh, you know, those, those coaching points and those things that I've learned at, at each uh, different – in each different offense and, and by each different coordinator, you know, those, those things still stick with me today. And, and um, it's been, it's been a, a blessing in disguise, you know, no doubt about it. So give us the uh, 
give us the, the Kyle Lawletta sort of scouting report, you know, and, and sort of from a New York Giants perspective, you know, if, if you're selling yourself to the Giants as the guy who, you know, the Giants have the second overall pick, if they were to to not take a quarterback with the second right. pick, why should they wait, you know, and, and take you if you're available for them a little bit later? Yeah, well, I think, you know, it's such an interesting year, so many great quarterbacks, but um, there's also some, some great players at the top, like like Saquon Barkley is a perfect example of a guy who's who's an incredible talent that's, that's not a quarterback, you know, so it'll be it'll definitely be interesting. But if they weren't to take a quarterback, you know, I, I would say, you know, if you wait and get a guy like me, you know, you're getting a, a very accurate passer who can make all the throws on the football field. I think, you know, I've, I've – have experience under center, and I have experience, you know, running an NFL offense. I think um, I can process information quickly, and I think making the jump to the NFL isn't isn't going to be that uh, big of a transition to me. I think I'm I'm ready to play, and and uh, I think I'll pick up at the speed of the game rather quickly. You know, and the last thing I would say is is uh, you know the fact that I've been a captain the past two years. I think that um, you know, leadership and is something that I've studied in, in college and something that I, I feel very comfortable with, you know, leading a group of guys and, and winning over a locker room. So, you know, I think you get all those great things and all those great qualities that you want in a winning quarterback. And, you know, ultimately, I think whatever team I go to, uh, you know, I think I can really help them win a Super Bowl someday. So, um, you know, all those things is, is what I would tell them. You actually touched on a couple things that I that I actually wanted to get to with you. But let, let me ask this in terms of of scouting report and looking at the quarterback position you know when you look at the quarterback position what you know for you are are the most important things about playing the quarterback position you know everybody gets gets sort of hung up on on how far a guy can throw the ball or how hard he can throw the ball um, what for you are are the keys you know to playing that position well, I think a lot of a lot of what I just said, you know, the, the qualities that I see in myself, and I think, you know, if you think about the quarterback position and what a quarterback needs to do on each play, you know, I mean, he gets he, he gets the ball and and um, you know has to make split decisions and and um, he's he's trying to throw the ball into in the windows with with uh, defensive players, you know, um, all around them, and the speed of the game's quicker. But you need a quarterback who can kind of slow the game down, you know, one with um, you know, just with his thinking, you know, your mind's going 100 miles an hour, but the quarterbacks who are the best are the guys who can really slow it down and, and make those split decisions and, and, and ultimately take care of the football as well. So, um, like I said, I think w- just with the experience that I've had, and I, I think I've demonstrated the ability to adapt and, and uh, learn a new system and have success in it. You know, I, I think I've improved as a passer each year, um, and, and, I've gotten, and I've improved my game. You know, and that's something that I, I really truly believe that I'll continue to do at the next level. You know, so um, I, I think I have a very high ceiling. But, but um, you know, all, all the things that I said, you know, accuracy, uh, anticipation, football IQ, the ability to process, and, and the ability to lead the team, you know, to me those are the most important attributes in, in an NFL quarterback. Do you have anyone, you know, that you look to or compare yourself to or – you know, as, as an NFL quarterback, anyone that you particularly, you know, study or admire? I, I'd st- I would say the person who I compare myself to uh, would be different than the, the people I've studied. You know, I, I'd say, 
you know, one guy that I, I look like on tape a little bit is Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, and, and a couple reasons why, you know, obviously he's, a, he's an FCS guy coming from a smaller school, but, um, you know, I think he's, he's a very accurate passer. I think he um, makes great decisions with the football. I think he's a great leader. You know, I've heard a couple of uh, sound bites of him uh, when, he's, when he's out on the field, and, and I think he's got great command of his team, and, uh, and he communicates really effectively. Um, but I think he's a winner. I think he's a, he's a uh, competitive guy, and I think, you know, he'll have a, he'll have a successful career. So a, a lot of great characteristics that I, you know, uh, definitely try to, try to emulate and try to, um, try to do myself. But, but the guy, I'd say the guys that I've studied the most, um, you know, since my time in college would, would be Tom Brady and Matt Ryan. Um, you know, Tom Brady, he, obviously the pedigree that he has, um, he's a great guy to watch. And then Matt Ryan's actually from my hometown in, in Exton, Pennsylvania. So another guy that I've watched and, and kind of rooted for over the years. Interesting. If you uh, if you wind up having a, a Matt Ryan-like career, uh, <laughs> that would be a really good thing. <laughs> Certainly would. He's, I wanted to ask you, you know, you talked a little bit about leadership, and I did see um, you studied leadership studies in college. Tell me a little bit about, you know, what exactly that is and how it helps, you know, prepare you, you know, to quarterback a team and deal with an NFL locker room. Well, that's a good question. I think uh, the leadership school in general, I think it really focuses on more of the, you know, of the soft skills or the, or the people that, you know, the, um, the personal aspect of, of kind of being successful in life. And, and a, lot of the, a lot of the classes that we take, you know, um, just kind of take a different angle on a lot of, you know, we talk about current events, we, we talk about philosophy, we talk about American history, uh, and basically just a bunch of ways and a bunch of examples where people have influenced um, and been successful, you know, uh, of influencing a, a large group of people, you know, over the course of history. And, um, I think it's a it's a great school because generally the person that um, applies and the person who studies leadership is is generally somebody who's outspoken who who's not afraid to speak up and and uh, you know challenge challenge ideas and and uh, you know there's a lot of um, collaboration a lot of student engagement you know like I, I study business but most of those classes are or more one-sided where the professor's talking the whole time and lecturing and, you know, the students are just sitting down writing notes. But, you know, as a, as a student in the leadership study school, uh, you know, they expect you to, to um, you know, kind of participate in class and engage yourself and, and, and really just immerse yourself in the curriculum and the stuff that we're learning. So um, I think it was a great major and it's, it's popular among the athletes at Richmond. And, um, you know, there's been some notable alumni that, that have, graduated from the leadership school so so definitely a very very unique experience that that I used um, and a lot of the a lot of those skills translate like I said you know to the football field and I was able to use those so um, it, it was definitely a great great major to study in college you you said there were some notable alumni I mean any uh, any names that you know that we might recognize <laughs> well one of them Todd McShay that's hmm. that's uh, Todd McShay on ESPN that's a guy and he was a football player too at, at Richmond. He was a quarterback, so um, that, that's a good one right there. Oh, good, good. I didn't, I didn't realize that. So let me ask you a little bit. I know that you, you were not, you know, heavily recruited 
you know, heading into Richmond, I think you had, you know, maybe just a couple of, uh, you know, of offers, you know, from, from bigger schools. Um, but did I also read that, you know, when you were in high school that you were the backup to your brother initially? <laughs> I was. He, he, my, my older brother started three years, um, his sophomore, junior, and senior year, um, and we were two years apart. So when he was a senior, I was the backup quarterback as a sophomore. So I literally took over the job uh, from, from my older brother. So does that give you some sort of family bragging rights? <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, my, 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 me and my brother are so close, and uh, he, he's been a, a heck of a mentor to me throughout my life. And, you know, I, I give him a lot of credit on, on, as to one of the reasons why I developed so well athletically, you know, mm-hmm. always being such a competitive kid and, uh, and try, always trying to catch up to your brother who's two years older than you, a little bit bigger than you. And um, he, he just pushed me to be, to be a great player and a great athlete. And, you know, also I, I learned a ton from him. He, he was a heck of a high school quarterback. You know, he went on to play a quarterback at Bucknell. Um, but, but in high school, he had a really, really great career. And, and you know, I had, a, I had big shoes to fill taking over the job from him. So, um, you know, I'm proud to call my older brother, and he's helped me so much. So there's no – I don't think there's any bragging rights there. Just, just uh, you know, just two, two brothers that have always, have always uh, you know, wanted the best for each other. So. What's, uh, what's his name? I'm sorry. Trey. 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 Okay. Yeah, and now, you know, you look at it, you know, you weren't heavily recruited, you know, coming in, into Richmond. Um, you look at it now, uh, you're, you know, you're sitting here on the cusp of, of being drafted into the NFL, and, and, you know, who knows where, you know, where you'll be taken, but, but it could be pretty high. Um, did you picture this three or four years ago? I don't know if, if I pictured it exactly this way. You know, one of the things that the people that know me best, they do know that, that the NFL has always been in my sights and it's always been a goal of mine. So, you know, the fact that I'm, you know, on the doorstep of a potential NFL career is, is, not, uh, is, is not something that's surprising to me. You know, I've, I've always been super confident. Um, but, but definitely it's, it's uh, surprising to some others, and, and that's kind of been the story my whole career. You know, I started – Started playing quarterback in seventh grade and was a was a third string. You know, the first two years I played, I never even never even got a chance at all. And then being under recruited, and then even at Richmond, you know, um, you know, just kind of be always being the underdog, you know. But I think it's helped me. I think it's motivated me. And uh, you know, obviously, uh, I, I didn't see myself going to Richmond at first, but but I'm so glad that I did. And and I got an opportunity to to start, you know, and play high level football for three years. And and uh, you know, I, I think I'm definitely in a great spot, you know, heading into the draft. Great. Hey, before I let you go, I want to, uh, I want to do something a little different. You know, there's, okay. there's maybe a half a dozen other, you know, quarterbacks that would be considered, you know, probably first, second round guys. What I want to do is throw each one of their names at you and just have you give me a quick thought. You know, I'm sure you've, you've talked to a lot of these guys or maybe looked at a lot of these guys. Just give me a quick thought, you know, on each guy, you know, that I throw at you here. Um, okay. Josh Rosen. Um, accurate. Uh, Sam Darnold. Um, he, prototype. Josh Allen. Uh, arm strength. 
I think that's what everybody says. Uh, <laughs> Baker Mayfield. Uh, competitor. Uh, Mason Rudolph. Um, just a great guy. He, I, I've, I've known him. He's, he's a good dude. And, um, I don't know. I'd say he's a good guy and, and a really accomplished football player. And the last one would be Lamar Jackson. Uh, athlete. He's, he, he's, he's as good of an athlete as I've seen in a long time. Interesting. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be quite the, uh, the NFL draft to try to figure out what what teams are going to do because nobody nobody seems to know at this point and I suppose that's the way it should be. <laughs> yeah, I think you know that's one of the cool things about the draft is the the teams don't really give away who they want and I mean that's all part of it. They they don't want the other teams to have an idea of who they're taking, but it just adds to the whole drama of it. And I, I've grown up my whole life watching the draft, so. To think that I'm in the mix, you know, in, in a really good quarterback group is 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 definitely is definitely special. So I'm 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 uh, I'm just so excited, you know. I can't wait for for the draft to get here. Hey Kyle, I appreciate your uh, taking a few minutes, and I'll I'll let uh, I'll let your agent and your your reps know when I get something posted uh, up here in the next day or so. And hopefully, you know, if you land with the Giants, maybe we'll be talking to you uh, a little <laughs> bit later on uh, this spring. That would be really cool. Looking forward to it. Thanks, Kyle. Have a good one. Take take care. Bye-bye. All right, bye. Our thanks to Kyle Lawletta for joining us. Seems like an interesting, well-spoken young man, and perhaps we will see him uh, in a Giants uniform a little bit later on this year. It, uh, it's a definite possibility that we will see a quarterback from the 2018 class uh, with the Giants. Uh, Could it be Lawletta? We will find out in a couple of weeks. With that said, Giants fans, we'll call it a show for today. We thank you for listening, as always, and we remind you to uh, check out Patty's site at InsideFootball.com and my site at BigBlueView.com. And with that said, we'll be talking to you again soon. Bye-bye now.